So if your business doubled, let's say right now you're currently working with let's say three to five clients a month and that doubles and next month you're working with 10 clients. So let's get granular on this. What would it actually look like for you to onboard 10 clients next month? You're listening to the Freedom Found Podcast, an audio community for freedom-driven entrepreneurs wanting to build and scale an impactful online business that allows you to spend more time with your toes in the sand than your fingers on the keyboard. I'm your host, Crystal Church. I'm a copywriter and consultant, borderless entrepreneur, and wannabe dog mom. On this podcast, we'll talk all things online business, marketing, strategy, mindset, health, travel, and what it's really like to be a borderless entrepreneur. Freedom Found is all about equipping you with insight and actionable tips to help you build your business around your life so you can spend more time exploring new cities, hanging with your family, working on that new business project, or quite frankly, however the hell you'd like. Okay, let's get to the elephant in the room. We all say we want to grow our businesses and I hope that it doubles, quadruples, triples in the next quarter, but let's talk about the real moment that that happens. And I want to pose this question to you. If your business doubled next month, so I'm talking about doubling in terms of the clients coming in, the amount of work, deliverables needed, et cetera, in addition to the revenue that's doubling, would you be able to support it without drowning? Most people think that they want rapid growth, and I used to think I wanted rapid growth too, but actually you don't. You want steady, healthy layers of growth that starts to scaffold onto what you're building to create a momentum, a snowball that is rolling. So in order to create that healthy environment for growth so that you are not overloaded, you need to look at some key things, okay? So when thinking about the question, if your business doubled over the next month, would you be able to support it without drowning? I want us to look at first your internal systems. So what is going on right now in your business from a client management perspective, from a product delivery perspective, from a deliverables creation perspective, and just from your general day-to-day as the CEO, as the implementer or the visionary, depending on what more you're pulling into your role, what would that look like, right? So if your business doubled, let's say right now you're currently working with let's say three to five clients a month, and that doubles, and next month you're working with 10 clients. So let's get granular on this. What would it actually look like for you to onboard 10 clients next month? And I love to get so nitty gritty. So this is something I take all of my Elevated Brand Accelerator students through, and I want us to look through this lens on your business right now. So when somebody is being onboarded, so they have inquired with you, maybe you got on a sales call, you sent them a proposal, maybe then a separate contract or invoice, depending on how that is. Hopefully you've got those bundled together or you can start bundling those together so it's more seamless for you and for the client. Then they decide to sign. They sign the contract, they pay the invoice. What happens? If you are onboarding 10 people at the same time, are you manually having to send 10 welcome emails saying, wow, I'm so excited to work together. I'm so glad you've confirmed. Here are the next steps. Or do you have an automated system that's sending them that email immediately as soon as they put down their card and they confirm, right? And then the next step on from that, because it's not just about the initial welcome email, but it's about how do you communicate how the project is going to be rendered? How do you communicate the next steps to your client, what they need to do, what you're going to be doing? Do you have a project management 
platform set up? Do you welcome them inside of it and show them how to use their client portal? That's not always necessary. I didn't have a client portal for a long time in my business because I was operating mostly on day rates and I didn't need one. It was an added piece that would have overcomplicated things. But then I got to a point where I started to take on more projects. I started doing more long in-depth like launch website copy projects too. So then it was important for me to get a workflow set up to invite clients into so that they know where we are in the project. We can easily communicate, share files back and forth. All the good stuff would be happening inside of our project management system, which for us now is on ClickUp. But I want you to start thinking of those small pieces. How are you managing clients now? If you have three to five clients every month, what would that look like if you had 10 Do you have enough systems in place to support that? Or would you be the main person, the main pillar holding up that new weight? Or if you have a VA or an online business manager working with you, would they be able to do it? Would they feel overwhelmed? Okay, so then the next thing I want you to think about is how are you supporting clients through the project? How are you offboarding clients at the end? And I want to ask a few key questions. Can you provide the same level of support with 10 clients as you are currently with three to five. Will customers still feel that white glove service from you? You know, that's another thing I teach in EBA and I hold so close to my heart because I think it's so key for us to show up and provide as service providers in a way that is exceptional. Will your customers still feel that? Does your team know what to do? Will they be overwhelmed? Will they be unsure? Do you have SOPs, standard operating procedures, and habits in place for both yourself and for the team? And if the answer is no to those, then it's not time for your business to double. That's a real honest truth. It's not time for your business to double. It is time for you to prep for it to double. You can prep your internal systems, and then later you can start prepping your marketing and your selling so that you can actually bring in twice as many clients. But first, you need to be able to support that, to have the infrastructure in place so that you're not drowning and so your clients feel like you are taking them, holding their hand every step of the way, rolling out the red carpet, and they don't notice, they don't feel like you are holding 20 balls in the air struggling to keep them up, right? They feel like you have systems in place to support what you're doing together as well. The other thing I want to look at granularly here is is your CEO time. So if you start taking on twice as many clients, how is your time impacted? How are you currently distributing your time? Do you have as much CEO, as much visionary time as you're wanting? Because most often I hear from people when they come in to work with me on the coaching side is that they don't. And they're like, how do I get more time back? And it starts with these systems and it starts with operations and then looking at your offers and making sure that they're set to scale, right? So if you don't feel like you have enough time now, are you going to have enough time when you double your client load? Well, the simple answer is no. And that's okay, because again, we can prep for it. So while I'm being really real with you, because you know I keep it real, I'm going to tell you how it is, and I'm going to give you the tips and advice and the things that I've learned to help you do it better. I want to be real and honest with you and let you know that if you already feel like you're too busy, if you already feel like you can't manage it, doubling your client load and taking on twice as many clients is not the answer to your problems. And so then that gets us into a deeper question of why do you want to double your business? What does doubling your business look like to you? And starting to think about what kind of money do you want to be bringing in? Because here's the truth. Not all money is good money. 
Is the money that you're wanting to bring in, is that going to support you now or is it going to support your vision in the long term? Because if that is just a quick dollar to support you now and to have a cash infusion in the business, you have to start thinking about what the long-term impact is of putting your energy there versus putting your energy toward a dollar that can support your vision and where you want to grow long-term. Okay. And that's what this is really about. It's starting to decide what do you actually want? Because when you're on social media and you're looking at what other people are doing, it's so easy to say, oh, they've got this thriving business. They've got this huge thing. Look how much growth they've had. I want that too. I need that too. I quote unquote should be having that too. And that's a whole nother mindset issue around comparisonitis that we carry around way too often and we need to start to shed. But What I really want to get to today is making sure that you are aligning your next steps with where you actually want to go. And instead of following on a path thinking, yes, I just want to double my business, making sure that we're doubling it in the right way, making sure that the money we're bringing in is good money. Okay. So for you, you might be thinking, hell yeah, I could handle 10 more clients. I'm going to hire a junior copywriter. I'm going to have a designer that I outsource to so I can sort of do a full service suite for my clients. I have an OBM in place. I have a, a social media manager, all these other pieces. I can handle it. Fantastic. Make sure your internal systems are at a high operating level before you start bringing in more clientele. Because I promise you, there are always going to be things that come up that you don't anticipate, that you don't expect. So you want to double, triple, quadruple check yourself before you start in that growth phase. And if you're thinking right now, you know what? I can't handle 10 clients. Then that's okay too. The question to start asking yourself is, do you want to? Do you want 10 clients? Do you want to work with that many people a month? If that sounds amazing and exciting to you, wonderful. Let's get you on a path to do two things. Increase your infrastructure in the back end, so your systems, so your operating procedures, right? Then the second thing is increase your marketing and make sure that we've got the right messaging in place to pull in the right person, to pull in the ideal client you actually want to be working with that's going to pay your new rates, okay? But if you're thinking about it and you're like, you know what, Crystal, 10 clients does not sound like something I want every month. That's okay too, because remember, we are all different. We are all individuals. And that means that we can create businesses unique to ourselves, unique to what we actually want. So if you are thinking, "Eh, I don't think I want to work with that many people month after month after month, then perhaps doubling your business isn't about doubling your client base, but it could be about doubling the ways that you're supporting people. So maybe you keep working one to one with a few clients a month. And then maybe you create a robust program so you can serve people in a one-to-many capacity. Or maybe you create a course that really takes people through your framework and what you do with clients one-on-one, but you're able to serve clients that can't afford or don't have the time to go through your complete one-on-one services, but still want to learn from you, still want your genius, still want your knowledge. Then you can serve them in that capacity. And now you've doubled the way, even more than doubled if you're doing a passive course, the way that you can serve and operate and create an impact and certainly can go down that path to double, triple, quadruple your revenue and so on. So these are the kinds of questions I want you to start asking yourself on a regular basis. It's basically like waking ourselves up. How often are we just going through the motions, following what we think we should be doing in front of us? And instead, we need to be questioning and we need to make sure that we are realigning and constantly staying on the path that is going to take us to our bigger vision, which you know I talk about so, so often. And then I want you to take time, no matter which direction you decide to grow in, 
I want you to take time and really think about how are you going to manage, you know, new projects, whether it's one-to-one work or internal projects and you creating your own program, creating your own course. How do you want that to look? How can you then upgrade your workflows and your project management platform now to support that growth when it comes? Then I want you to think about training your team, getting really clear on expectations. You know, don't assume that they know what you're thinking. How can you set them up for success? If it feels like, you know, things are are falling to the wayside or the ball is being dropped, you need to ask the question not of, you know, what aren't they doing, but what aren't you doing to support them? Have you given them all the tools and the expectations and the support that they need to be successful in their role? And then I want you to think about handing off things before you think you need to. That's going to help you lay that internal infrastructure and that strong pillar that you need to be able to double, triple your business. Hand things off to a VA, to other team members that you have. And if you don't have anybody working with you yet, remember that as soon as you start thinking that you might need some help, is a surefire way to tell that you do. And it's probably already a little later in the game. And we'd like to get somebody in there supporting you, even if just for a few hours a week. Then over time, you can slowly increase your capacity if you want to take on more clients. This is something that I did with the studio this year, actually. So we didn't go from like one to a hundred right away. When we decided early on in January, I was like, I really want to increase our capacity. I want to bring on some more junior copywriters. And For me, it was about creating milestones for increasing how many clients we wanted to take on in April and then May and then throughout the summer and now fall, we're increasing again. And that's meant that we've had really healthy growth and that I can continually go back and refine our systems, refine our operations, refine the way that I'm onboarding, the way that I'm working with our junior copywriters, all of those pieces that if I tried to go from one to 100 right away would have been overwhelming, I would have been drowning and it would not have been fun. But growing through milestones, slower growth that is very intentional has been key to the success of this and key to my own sanity, right? So you have to set yourself up for success and know that unexpected things are going to arise. So then at that point, as I've mentioned a few times, you need to get your back end marketing in order. So once you start getting your internal infrastructure to support growth, then you need to bring the growth, right? So that comes through marketing, that comes through networking, that comes through brand partnerships or referral partnerships that you've set up. Look, what this really boils down to is the online bubble likes to glorify numbers and rapid growth. And while there's nothing wrong with celebrating big wins, it disillusions the space to think that's how we should grow. That's normal and desired. And let me tell you, growing fast comes with lots of headaches and often comes with overworking until you can get those things in order. Instead, focus on healthy growth where you can take a step back before you leap forward. More on this in an upcoming episode. And until then, come and join my email list for more personal insights into growing an agency and crafting compelling copy and marketing so that you can actually start to double, triple, quadruple your revenue. You can download three free sales email templates, plus there's an extra goodie in there waiting for you too, at crystalchurch.com forward slash free dash templates. Okay, all you have to do is go to crystalchurch.com forward slash free dash templates and you can grab my three free sales email templates and the extra surprise that's waiting in there for you too and come and join me my email community which I keep it super real, super entertaining and with tons of value. Alrighty, catch you next time. 
thank you so much for being a loyal Freedom Found podcast listener. And if you love this episode, it would mean the world to me if you would pass this on to a friend. This is how we can help support each other and get this message out to more women that might be waiting right now to hear a message just like this. So you can go and share this with your business best friend right now or head on over to leave us a five-star review. Your small gesture really does mean more than you know. Thank you so, so much. Love you lots and I'll catch you next time.